Welcome to Ask the $50 Billion Man with high-performance executive success coach, Dan Pena. The only show where you ask and you get complete, no-holds-barred answers. You want the truth? Can you handle the truth? Ask only if you dare. Head on to www.askthe50billiondollarman.com to submit your questions. And now, your host, Dan Pena. Hi, kids. Uh, this is Dan Pena, uh, and we're going to have a special podcast. Uh, I've had uh, a couple more, uh, and uh, whenever I get an overwhelmingly large amount of questions about a certain th topic, uh, it gives me pause for thought, and I, uh, and I think, well, maybe I should do a special uh, on, on this. And um, The question is, do I have to be an alpha male to follow quantum leap advantage methodology? Uh, do I have to be like Dan Pena to follow uh, quantum leap uh, advantage methodology, QLA? Uh, do I have to be an alpha male to, um, and I don't know what you call an alpha male female, but uh, you, you know what I mean, a type A personality, uh, to uh, be a super high performance success? And the answer is no, no, I think there was five questions. No, 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 and no. Uh, I, I often uh, talk about uh, Klaus Kleinfeld. Uh, I'm not sure he's an alpha male. I don't think he's an alpha male, but he's certainly a very successful person. And I've told you that there's two ends of the continuum. There's the uh, Dan Pena, General Patton end of the high-performance continuum, and there is the Henry Kissinger, Klaus Kleinfeld end of the continuum. Now, uh, notwithstanding what you may have thought, you know, uh, again, you don't have to be like, this is Charles from... Um, Rhonda, when I, uh, Sally, my wife and I hiked with the um, silverback gorillas, you know. Uh, Charles is an alpha male, for sure. I think he's got 19 or 20 uh, in, his, uh, in his little horde, uh, and he's got, uh, you know, 15 or 16 wives. And um, he, in that respect, he, he lives the life of uh, a lot of guys would like to live, you know, having 15, 16 wives. Uh, but you don't have to be an alpha male. Now, some people look at it a little differently. Well, if not an alpha male, do I have to be a Spartan warrior? Okay? Uh, you know, in order to train and live like a Spartan warrior, you need to be ruthless in your approach. Mercy and failures are not options, but just mind barriers which you need to overcome in order to be successful. Well, the answer is no. You don't have to be a Spartan warrior. Uh, and again, 95 or 97 or 98% of the high-performance people that I've ever met are not alpha males. They're not A personalities, and they're not Spartan warriors either. And uh, as we go through these, this, this, this short presentation about whether you have to be an alpha male to be a high-performance person and follow QLA, um, you're going to find that it's, it's, it's an excuse. And it's an excuse that people have conjured up to make it more plausible why they're not more high-performance, why they're not more successful why they have not accomplished as much as they may have or should have in their lives. So you don't have to be an alpha male, you don't have to be an A personality, you don't have to be a Spartan warrior. You can be just a regular guy or gal, a nerd, you know, sitting behind your computer. But if you follow the templates, or not if, when you follow the templates, you'll be something that you should have been all along. 
and you will come a lot closer to fulfilling your potential. Now, too many of you hide behind your computer like this little guy uh, and never get out and never meet people and never uh, practice your communication skills. But even the people that are not alpha males, the people that are not A personalities, the people that aren't Spartan warriors, if they don't get out and follow the templates and practice their communication skills so they get better, you're not going to be able to achieve the, the potential that uh, we were put on this earth to, to receive, uh, or to obtain, I should say. And, uh, and be all that you can be, as Joe Batten, my former partner and mentor to Ross Perot said, as I've said several times on podcasts and in seminars, he came up with the, the, the saying, uh, you know, be all you can be for the United States Army. So even the nerds watching this um, can be high-performance QLA devotees. Now, notwithstanding everything I just said, we're all genetically wired to fear and be afraid. You know, it used to be the flight or fight. We ran away from the saber-toothed tiger or we stayed and fought with him. Uh, not too successful in most cases. But, um, you know, remember, fear is false expectations appearing real. And uh, so, you know, I'm afraid too. Uh, but it's not what you do when you're afraid. It's, it's what, the actions you take in spite of your fear. You know, it's what you decide to do, how you're going to move forward. Uh, so get it out of your mind that even alpha males, even Spartan warriors, even A personalities don't fear. That's bullshit because they do and we do. But I'm so used to being in fearful situations, not just life-threatening, which I have and I've uh, documented many times on um, newsletters and in email or in uh, seminars and on podcasts. But it's what I do when I am afraid. And you show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. You know, um, I, I gave a podcast not too long ago to a, a, a guy, a successful guy, who is based uh, in the Bible Belt. And, uh, the, uh, uh, and uh, in the central United States. Uh, and in the central United States, they uh, tiered, uh, tend to be more God-fearing. Uh, and, uh, and I was telling them about, uh, you know, the, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And because I, uh, for, uh, the particular city that he was from, uh, uh, the, uh, I, I, I made a couple of analogies. If you sit around drinking beer all day and uh, farting with your friends and thinking that's funny, how is that going to lead you uh, to being successful. And the people that do that quite often are because they're afraid to venture outside their comfort zone. Now, getting back to the original premise, you know, do you have to be an alpha male to be a high-performance person? The answer is no, okay? But playing it safe your entire lives mostly have been, you know, that's what you've done. That's what you're taught to do. That's what your parents did, and that's what your grandparents did, unless that you, you really have unusual uh, 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 family. Okay, fear keeps us from performing at our highest level because we're naturally risk averse. And it goes back to the hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were, you know, running away to, to save our lives from some big, you know, prehistoric animal or another caveman, etc. So it's, it's what we do. Now, with all the free content I have on my site 
and I tell you to go to Torrent to get my, my product, which a lot of people are questioning why I do that. And I don't, I don't know, I can't make it any plainer to you. It's because I want you to get the information and I don't need to sell it to you. And if that doesn't differentiate me from anybody else that's doing this, uh, I don't know what else, you know. And, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why I've been so darn successful and that's why I've created so, many, uh, so much wealth uh, in you guys because I do really want to pull you across the, the goal line. So it's all right to feel that, that you're afraid. It's what you do in, in, in spite of uh, your fear. We had a guy at the um, seminar here uh, a while back, successful guy. Uh, ostensibly, he was probably the most successful guy in the seminar group. And when he came into private time, uh, where you kind of bare your soul, um, and remember, I get a lot of information on you guys before you get there. And you, you, you bear your soul, and this is what you want, and this is what you're, you know, in your mind has kept you from doing X, Y, etc. He stood up before my desk at attention. He said, I told him, have a seat. And he says, no, no, I need to do the standing up. He said, I practiced it with his, his papers in front of him. And he read through these statements, you know, uh, of his goals and why he thinks, uh, or why he knew, um, why he hadn't been more successful. And it took a lot of balls. And he was probably the most successful guy in the seminar. <clears throat> and yet he had fear. Uh, success by measured by uh, notoriety, exposure, and, and, and uh, assets accumulated. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. And as I said, most of you that say, well, I can't be Dan Pena, or I'm not an alpha male, like I'm not an A personality, are just using that as an excuse not to be uh, more successful and achieve more. As my old uh, mentor, Jim Newman, God rest his soul, which was the founder of PACE, which stood for personal and company effectiveness, uh, he, was, he left IBM about the same time uh, Ross Perot did, back in the early 60s. Uh, he was the one that was um, credited with the terminology comfort zone, stepping out of your comfort zone. And I've already said on countless occasions that he changed my life uh, back in 1976 when I uh, first met him in that he showed me that uh, the reason I wasn't satisfied where I was is because I knew I was operating within my comfort zone as a Hispanic man. But he said, what differentiates high performance person from others is positive response to pressure. Doesn't say you have a lack of fear. It doesn't say that you, you don't feel the pressure. But he says, and I believe, and I've lived this now since uh, 1976, almost uh, 40 uh, years, is positive response to pressure. And when, I, when he articulated that to me, and he differentiated me from the other people that were Hispanic, uh, and that I needed to compare myself against people outside the Hispanic community, my whole life changed. He also helped me with some additional things, uh, from going from a micro thinker to a macro thinker. Uh, but it's positive response to pressure. We all have pressures in life. You know, for those of us that are parents, we know uh, when our kids do bad in school or they come back and they do something that we're not so proud of, how do we react to that? Do we scream and yell and hit them? Or do we just scream and yell? Or do we just hit them? We don't do much hitting anymore because you go to jail for that now. Kids can put their parents in jail. Parent kids can actually divorce their parents now, which I find uh, flabbergasting to me. Uh, 
but I mean, how do you respond to the pressure? How do you respond to when you're caught in traffic? How do you respond to um, your, uh, you know, your kid flunking out of school? How do you respond to um, uh, just the, the, the normal day-to-day -day pressures that we go, all go through? Well, that's a, you know, that's a telltale sign. Now, I respond pretty well. Uh, although I may say something in a blustering uh, manner, um, I may yell, but I mean, very, very few people have ever seen me really upset or really mad. Um, because, uh, you know, it's like the famous uh, scene in um, Patton, the movie about General George Patton, when he's screaming and yelling at his men, and he's got a big American flag behind him, and he's telling them, we're not going to die for our country. We're going to go make sure they, uh, we kill the other bastards and they die for their country. And he's screaming and yelling, et cetera, et cetera. And he's walking off the stage and uh, with his aide, who was a full colonel. He says, you know, uh, General, we're not sure uh, when you're uh, acting or it's for real. And he turns to his aide and says something to the effect, well, it's not for you to decide whether I'm acting or if it's for real. It's in, your, in your terms, it's always for real. So sometimes I do yell, <clears throat> even when I'm not mad. And I'm not the only high-performance person that does that. Um, now, the real key to being a high-performance person, whether you're an alpha male or not, is taking control of your life, but it's very, very hard. You know, taking control, you know, when I tell people when they end the seminar or when they finish reading my book, Your First Hundred Million, which you can get on Torrent, um, the... Um, or you, you finish going through all the, uh, the seminar material that's on the site, and we have hundreds of pages of free content. Um, you can never say, again, <clears throat> I didn't know how to do it. QLA is intellectually very, very easy. <clears throat> if I gave a test, uh, you know, even essay tests or true and false tests or multiple choice tests, you know, most people um, going through at one time, the material could pass with very high marks. But that's only part of it. It's hard to do it emotionally or implement it emotionally because taking action emotionally is extremely hard and we all know it. When you love somebody, it's harder for us to perhaps do the right thing. I have to go out of my way and you know when I used to discipline my kids, uh, which if they were here they'd tell you it was quite often, uh, it was hard, I, especially as a new father many, many years ago. Uh, but I told myself, I mean, uh, my dad was very hard on me. He was very strict. And I turned out well, even though I had some bumps in the road like you wouldn't believe, uh, as I've recently uh, uh, written about in a couple of newsletters. But I, I overcame that emotional uh, toughness uh, that I had to exhibit to my children uh, and went ahead and did it anyway. Well, take that a few steps beyond and having to call on banks and having to build your dream team and having to call people you don't know uh, uh, is emotionally hard if you um, haven't been involved in that. QLA intellectually is easy, emotionally it's tough. But it all gets down to how much do you really want this, okay? You don't have to be an alpha male, you don't have to be a type A personality, you certainly don't have to be a Spartan warrior. But weak desires bring weak results. Just as a small amount of fire makes a small amount of heat, as Napoleon Hill said many, many years ago. How strong is your desire? How much do you really want this? 
how much do you want to change your life for yourself, your family, and maybe the planet? You know, I, I have a lot of respect for people that have made, created wealth and then gone back and done good things like uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Michael Bloomberg, uh, just to name a few, uh, in, a, in a much lesser way, myself and my wife Sally. Um, but we had, didn't have weak desires, you know. Uh, my desires are still deep. And as I commented uh, not too long ago, I mean, just based on the hours I, I currently work, and I'm supposed to be retired or semi-retired anyway, uh, I, I still work more hours than most of my mentees. Uh, but I have an extremely strong work ethic, and my desires are still extremely strong. You know, when I say my, I think it's, I have uh, 20 affirmations, 19 affirmations to be exact, uh, I mean, uh, and they continue to change as my children have grown up and become successful. They change from, you know, I want to get them into a good school. And, well, well, I'm excited about uh, getting them, uh, convincing them that good grades are better than poor grades, etc. Those have all changed now. And now my affirmations about my kids are about helping them uh, with their lives emotionally, etc. But I still have very strong desires. And uh, I always have. Now, part of the alpha male question and the Spartan warrior question and the A personality question, you know, is about self-confidence. I have a lot of self-confidence. I've had a lot of self-confidence for a long time. Uh, but especially since, as you well know, I graduated from Infantry OCS in July 1967, uh, one of the toughest programs on the planet at that time. I, I don't know how tough it is now. Uh, six months of, where they beat the fuck out of you all the time. Uh, and um, the, um, I had more self-confidence when I got out of that, that's for sure. When I got out of the military of 39 uh, months active duty, and then I spent about 39 months in the reserves. Um, but is it nature or is it nurtured? Well, part of it is nature. You're born with certain genes. Uh, but in my judgment, most of it's nurture now. Uh, because uh, the, uh, my dad, notwithstanding I had good genes, um, nurtured that by being tough as nails. He invented tough love in the 50s. Is self-confidence something that you're born with, or is it taught and developed? It's, it's a classic argument. Uh, and um, there's, there's people on both sides of the continuum that say it's one, and some people say it's the other. But I believe it can be nurtured, and that's why the mentor program whether it's from me or anybody, or, or I should say a mentor program, whether it's from me or anybody, is extremely important. Uh, you know, in, in, in the QLA system, uh, if you come to the castle, I mean, I mentor you for free for a year, and I beat you pretty regularly, uh, metaphorically speaking, of course. Uh, I just uh, got some uh, responses from a uh, podcast I did for somebody else, uh, it was his 135th podcast, uh, and uh, he said they got more response and more raves, than, and by far it was the best podcast he had given, and he sent me some of the um, uh, responses from the kids, and they all used words, thanks for the beating, thanks for the wimp, uh, wh whipping, thanks for kicking the shit out of me. Thanks for not letting me whine. And they went on and on and on. Because I believe with all my heart, and I've believed this a long, long time, and, and some people are starting to come around to this, uh, notwithstanding political correctness, is people want fucking leadership. 
I mean, people want leadership. They want to be given direction. And that's why I'm so happy that I've gotten this showbiz type exposure. Can it be nurtured into you or are you born with the idea there are some people who don't wait uh, for things to happen? That's got to be nurtured in my opinion. Notwithstanding, some people have different personalities as we've already discussed. But again, you don't have to be an alpha male or a Spartan to not, uh, you know, not wait for things to happen. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of old sayings, you know, I coulda, I should, I woulda. Uh, but the point is, the people, the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And just about anything in life. Uh, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that that's anything other than that that's just life. And what the QLA teaches you, uh, for example, I have a, a mentee, uh, not, not just one mentee, but uh, two or three mentees in the last year that have uh, emailed me and said, Dan, uh, how often do I push this guy until he thinks I'm a lunatic? Or, Dan, he said I'm being too pushy. Or, Dan, uh, you know, and if they say that, then next, you got to go to the next guy or the next gal, okay? QLA is all about making shit happen not tomorrow, today. You know, um, one of the guys that uh, was at a recent seminar, uh, uh, Brian Rose of London uh, Real Fame, who really got me started in showbiz, and again, I, I thank Brian, uh, said it, uh, uh, you know, um, quite uniquely, and he says what QLA encapsulates is he teaches you how to accomplish in three to five to six years what normally would take a, a generation. And a generation, depending on who you're talking to, is between 20 and 25 years. And when you think about Zuckerberg, you think about me, you think about some of these other luminaries that they did it in five, six, seven, eight years, um, that's about right. And, I mean, Zuckerberg's not following QLA, but many of the things he does is very QLA-based. Although I'm, uh, I've never met the young man, and uh, he probably doesn't know who I am. But um, it's, it gets down to, you know, how, how much time do you want to continue to waste? That's the real question. Working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. You know, working hard for something we love is called passion. Whether you're an alpha male uh, or you're Henry Kissinger. I mean, Mr. Kissinger is a passionate guy. Klaus Kleinfeld's a passionate guy. Just as um, uh, General Patton's a passionate guy. And God knows I'm a passionate guy. Uh, but I've never called it work. You know, I don't know Tuesday from Sunday. You know, I have board meetings. We had a board meeting uh, uh, last Sunday because it's the day when most of the board members have the most free time. Now, we could be spending that other free time doing other things, playing tennis, golf, etc. But we had a board meeting. Uh, it's just like I uh, schedule my surgeries, in which I've had a number of them from all the broken bones and that I've uh, had over the years, on uh, you know New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, my birthday, etc., because it's easier to get uh, operating room uh, in a hospital because nobody else wants to work. And I've told you, if if you if you need a break and you need to uh, de-stress 
or you need to unwind, or whatever the words, the politically correct words are for to chill, you're in the wrong job. You're in the wrong job. You know, most people are living quiet lives of desperation. Uh, now, I'm I still not used to the fact, uh, and I'll never get used to the fact that people, you know, can't, don't respond quickly over a weekend. Uh, you know, we've, we've, we've seen countless uh, examples of the chairman or the CEO or a very senior guy uh, in a big company will call an IT guy or somebody at 3 o'clock in the morning and expecting a question. You know, he's up at 3 o'clock in the morning, he wants a question now, he doesn't want to wait till Monday or whatever day it is. So again, I mean, if, you, if, it's, if it's stressful, it's because you're not enjoying it. Uh, and if, it's, uh, if you do enjoy it, it's uh, because you're passionate about it. Because passion matters. I've been, I've been accused of a lot of things, but lack of passion isn't one of them. And QLA is based on passion. And if you can't exhibit passion, then you're going to have a tough goddamn time implementing the templates. We give you all the templates. We tell you how to call. We, get, we have uh, uh, sample emails. We have sample questionnaires. We have sample interview, uh, uh, interviews, how to interview for a board member, how to interview for a bank, how to uh, financial institution, how to interview for a lawyer, how to interview for an accountant, um, how to interview for your first acquisition. Um, we have all these templates, but if you don't do it with passion, they're not going to work as effectively. Jack Welch said, not too long ago, uh, you need to face reality as it is, not, not as it was or as you wish it to be. And a lot of you are stuck in your, uh, uh, in your uh, rut. And a rut is, to me, is a coffin with the ends knocked out uh, because you're wishing it wasn't the way it was or you're wishing it, uh, it could be another way, uh, to be a, a different situation, and you're not looking at it as it is today. Um, the, uh, if you're passionate about what you're doing, or more importantly, you're passionate about your desires, um, you'll make things happen, you'll make things change. As Steve Jobs said, uh, just uh, not shortly before he passed on, God rest his soul, um, this isn't your second chance, it's your last chance. Nobody gives you, you must take. Now, I tell all my mentees, you got to be more selfish. Not selfish in a bad way, but, you, you know, unless you love yourself, you can't love your wife, your partner, your kids, whoever. Selfish in a good way, so you can create more for yourself, so you can do more for others. I'll say it again. So you can create more for yourself, so you can do more for others. You know, I'm able to travel uh, all around the world with my wife uh, because we have more choices. Uh, we had dinner uh, not too long ago with a, another very successful guy uh, who has a similar lifestyle to my wife and myself. Uh, and they have more choices because he's, you know, he's worked 30 years very uh, diligently and created uh, a lot of uh, uh, net worth. And he does a lot of good things. He supports churches. He supports, you know, a lot of different things. But without the ability 
without the, um, the onerous task of working hard for a lot of years, it's very difficult to create wealth. But, you know, creating wealth has a lot of great upsides, not just for yourself because you can do a lot of neat stuff, but because you can do a lot of neat stuff for others, okay? But nobody gives it to you. You've got to be selfish. And um, sometimes I, I think when the Harvard Business School, this is a quote from the Harvard Business School uh, in November 2013, uh, I must be at the end of my career because I've been saying this maybe... 21 years of coaching, and at least 20 or 30 years before that. You can't be a wimp. You've got to make the tough calls. And this is, was an interview with uh, Ram Char Charan of the Harvard Business uh, Review. Uh, and it's true. But you weren't even, it wasn't even correct to use the word wimp. And I'm not, I'm not sure it even is now to call somebody a wimp or a wuss. And I, you know, and I call them a lot worse. Um, but you've got to make the tough calls. And you don't have to be a Spartan. You don't have to be an alpha male. And you don't have to be an A personality to make the tough calls. What you've got to have is enough desire in your heart, in your gut, to want to do something bad enough to make the tough calls. If you don't have that desire, then, you know, you're wasting your time. You'll stay in that goddamn rut uh, not for eternity, because nobody lives for eternity. Uh, I plan on living a long, long time, but even I will not live for uh, eternity. But you've got to make the tough calls. And again, you show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. And you're sitting around a beer at a sports bar, drinking beer and farting and belching. That's your fucking future, kid. Or kids. That's it. The chances of you or the probabilities of you busting out of that rut are pretty fucking remote. So, you know, you got to make the tough calls. And that would be a tough call for somebody to disassociate himself from, let's say, the kids that he grew up with, or whatever, or even his family. When I left the United States the first time, not to go away uh, to the military, in 1981, to go and try to do a 13-company roll-up roll up in London, which failed, I might add. I was leaving my family, and then when I decided to move there in 1984, and coincidentally, the, the next uh, uh, roll-up I did was very successful, and that was Great Western Resources. But that was a tough call for me to be away from my family and not see them over Christmas. And, and um, it just it was, but I made the tough call. Because, you know, as the Roman poet Virgil said, fortune sides with him who dares. A more simplistic way of looking at it, no guts, no glory. But fortune sides with him who dares. You know, um, I can think of all kinds of military uh, examples. And I don't want to get into the art of war by Sun Tzu and get all this esoteric stuff. But, I mean, just think about the things that you've done in your own life, assuming you've ever taken some risk. And this is all associated with risk. Has nothing to do with being an alpha male. Has nothing to do with being a goddamn Spartan warrior. Has nothing to do with being an A personality. I mean, it has to do with daring, risking, and, but caring enough under, underneath all that, caring enough about your goals, your desires. And not just for you, but for your family. Now, um, 
I'm not going to go through all these names, but uh, these are 15 billionaires who were once dirt poor. And uh, just uh, Harold Simmons, uh, uh, Soros, uh, Ralph Lauren, uh, Kirk Kerkorian, who I happen to know. I'm not sure he's still alive. I hope he is. Oprah Winfrey, Ken Langone, who I also happen to know, and I know he's alive. He's a founder of um, uh, Home Depot. Um, Howard Schultz. These guys were all dirt poor. Now, some of these guys on this list are alpha males. Some of these guys on the list are not alpha males. Uh, Oprah Winfrey is certainly not a goddamn alpha male. Uh, notwithstanding she's female, but she's not, you know. Uh, whereas Kane Langone certainly is. Um, but I put this list, and this is, list is certainly not comprehensive. This list is, um, is just to give a reflection of, doesn't really matter whether you're, at which end of the uh, leadership continuum you are. Uh, and uh, I emphasize leadership continuum because all these people are leaders. And um, the, whether you're an alpha male or not, you can achieve substantial wealth. And um, some of these are internet people, some of these are bricks and mortar people like Ken Langone. Uh, Oprah Winfrey's not an internet person. But it is possible. But it all stems back to the desire you have in your gut, in your heart. Being satisfied, we'll never find out how much we can accomplish. I hate to hear or read on papers or in emails, uh, you know, I'm pretty okay with life, uh, you know, uh, I should be thankful or I'm satisfied. It makes me fucking crazy. Who says you're supposed to be goddamn thankful? Now, I understand, you know, uh, from a religious uh, context, you know, we should be thankful for our blessings, okay? But the big man upstairs, if you believe in that kind of thing, and I happen to do, and I know all the science behind, there's a lot of science that says there is no uh, God, etc. But I choose to, uh, uh, to believe on my faith that there is, just as much of the aspects of QLA has to be taken on faith. The faith is that I did it, but not just because Dan did it, but now we've got tens of thousands of people that have used it. So it's, it's less faith now than it was 21 years ago when I started. But uh, being satisfied, uh, we never find out how much we can accomplish. You know, when I had a matching Mercedes, uh, one Pena license plate, two Pena license plate, and I had been driving a um, uh, Silver Cloud Rolls Royce when I was 26, I had a lot to be thankful for, which I was, but I realized that I was only scraping the top of uh, the iceberg. Uh, and so I've never been satisfied, and I'm, I'm not satisfied now. I'm less concerned about acquiring more material wealth like houses, because I've gotten rid of all my houses and all, at this point, pretty much, other than the castle. And I don't own the castle. Uh, Irrevocable Trust owns the castle for the last 25 or 30 years. Um, but I'm not satisfied for where I am with you kids. And, you know, 50 billion, over 50 billion in uh, wealth creation is a pretty awesome number. Uh, especially since uh, virtually none of it is internet-based. And I'm still looking for my big internet hit, kids. So, um, the, uh, and I'll say again, and I've said previously, and I just uh, I said uh, on, uh, on uh, several podcasts here, 
I don't do deals with anybody I have not personally trained. Unless I have been able to spend a week with you at Guthrie Castle, and I know that sounds self-serving, but fine. I don't care if you bring me a deal that turns shit into gold or it saves mankind. I'm not interested in it unless I've trained you, you're QLA trained, and then I'll decide whether I like the deal or not. Uh, but I, I, I'm not satisfied with the success I've had, and I've had a lot of success with you kids. And I'm, not, and, and, and I'm, I'm never going to give up on that. You know? I plan on doing this a long, long time. And I, as I've just recently uh, read, or excuse me, reported, I, I, I'm planning on my, my, my birthday, which is coming up, uh, my uh, 70s, decade of my 70s to be the most productive one of my life. And I've had pretty damn productive decades in the past. Whether you're an alpha male, an A personality, a Spartan warrior, or like most people, just a, a regular uh, person at the Henry Kissinger end of the continuum. By the way, uh, I believe uh, Zuckerberg is at the Henry Kissinger end of the continuum. I don't, I don't believe uh, Mark is a, although I don't know the young man, uh, is a alpha male. But whatever category you fall into, every day is a test and did you pass? And when I, when I wake up in the morning and I think back upon the, the, the day before's um, uh, activities, I say, what could I have changed? What could I have done better? How could I have handled that situation in a, in, in a, in a better way to get my mentee to uh, react more positively? You know, did I pass? Now, most days I do pass. I dare to say most days you fail. And I'm not trying to be negative in any way, shape, manner, or form. But the truth of the matter is, most days you fail. And on my weekly reports that the kids give me uh, as part of the mentor program, uh, there's three sections, major sections. There's one, accomplishments for the week. Two, goals for next week. Three, problems and challenges. And then at the bottom, you grade yourself, zero to 100. Uh, we have people that uh, have listed zero for their grade for the whole week, two, three, five, 15, 20, 30. Occasionally we get a 40 or 50 because one of the, the uh, benefits of going through the Castle Seminar is you, you learn and ascertain more intelligently and less emotionally just what you're capable of in a week what you're capable of. And when you know what you're capable of in a week, you realize how little you got done when you measure it. And when we measure all the phone calls and we measure all the people you met, etc. And all the tweaks and all the other bullshit you do. Then you realize you, you failed. So the job for the 12 months of the mentor program is for me to get you from, let's say, zero pass zero grade and a failure to up to, you know, 60, 70, 80%. Nobody operates at, you know, more than 80, 85%. Nobody, myself included. So, you know, whether you're an alpha male or you're, you're an, uh, the opposite or the antithesis of an alpha male, you know, every day is a test, kids. Did you pass? Okay, you alpha males, if there's any listening, or uh, the antithesis of an alpha male, Bottom line is it's time to nut up or fucking shut up. It's time to man up.
uh, I, one of the props uh, that I use in the seminar is a Time Magazine, about two or three years old, on the cover of the Time Magazine. It's a guy, a father, holding his son on his shoulder, uh, and uh, it's talking about manning up. Uh, now, when I was being raised uh, as an adolescent after uh, World War II in, uh, in the 50s and 60s, most fathers were stand-up guys. They were man up, guys that, you know, had fought in World War II and or the Korean War, and, and my dad, in my case, my dad both. And they, uh, you know, they were stand-up guys. And, you know, they, uh, in, in my dad's generation, they talk about the, the one that saved the world, or, you know, uh, from, uh, you know, fascism and uh, um, being, uh, you know, under the... Uh, auspices uh, of, uh, you know, tyranny, etc. Uh, but no matter what you are, you've got to suck up your pantyhose, you know, and that's a terminology I made pretty famous in the 90s. And I, I, I made it famous because I used to do work with women uh, in seminars, uh, and uh, I was a spokesperson for the National Association of Women Business Owners, NABO, which seems kind of a dichotomy for me. But I used to tell the uh, ladies, it's time to suck up your fucking pantyhose. You know, there is no glass ceiling, you know. Uh, and uh, that's why um, many of my successful mentees uh, have been uh, female. Uh, because they have a, a better focus, they know how to concentrate better, etc. Uh, but either way, you know, you got to man up. You know, it's just like a, a few slides ago. It's, you know, you, you've got to be able to make the tough calls and not be a wimp. So either way, it's time to man up. Because anything is possible, even the impossible. And, um, you know, some of the things that I've done, in fact, many of the things that I've done uh, in my career, looking back in retrospect, are, uh, you know, even to me, seem impossible. Uh, you know, how do you turn um, $60,000 into $65 million um, in uh, 100 days, which in today's dollars would be about 100 million. Um, pretty daunting, actually. But at the time, I just was focused. I kept my head down and just kept, you know, one inch at a time moving forward. Uh, you know, why, why, you know, why would somebody like Bill Gates say that he was going to put a computer in every home in the United States? It seems pretty damn daunting, but I, I believe he's pretty close to being accurate. There is a, a computer in just about every house in America, some form of computer. Um, you, know, you know, we can go back to Edison and the Wright brothers and all kinds of things that were thought to be uh, impossible, uh, but they weren't. So anything's possible if your heart and soul are behind it. Your task, your job is to find that thing that makes your heart go pitter-patter, and then follow it. If you want it bad enough, uh, you'll find a way to do it. As Sam Walton, the great founder of Walmart, was an ex-military officer, uh, and he got the idea of Walmart as, as, as uh, myth or history as tells us, during the uh, Berlin airlift, the first Berlin airlift that he was a part of. He was a logistics officer. Um, the, uh, you know, if you want, if you, you'll find a way. Uh, if you want it bad enough. 
the problem that I see with the kids is they think they want it bad enough. They read a lot of books, and they think that that, and listen to podcasts, and listen to CDs, etc., because they think that is part of the, uh, the road to learning, and it's not. The road to learning, which is going to be filled with a lot of pot potholes, is always under construction, and it's laden with your mistakes, and that's what we learn best from, unfortunately, is mistakes. So you'll find a way if you want it bad enough. If you don't want it bad enough, then, you know, stop beating yourself. Now, this all started with, are you an alpha male? Uh, and um, the, uh, do you have to be an alpha male to be uh, a high-performance person and, you, more, more importantly, use QLA? Now, I've told you six or eight or ten different reasons why you don't have to be. Okay, we've talked about whether it's nurturing or, or nature that you're um, that you, you have self confidence, or uh, and uh, I, I've told you that I believe it's more uh, nurturing than nature. But in in all of us, there are alpha male traits. Even this picture that depicts a kitty cat uh, looking at himself or herself in the mirror, and he sees a, a, a robust lion. Uh, and uh, the, uh, it doesn't matter what you look like, although you only have one time to make a first impression. It's what you think of yourself. Now this cat, who looks like a little, I don't know if it's a, a kitten or not, uh, looks at itself like he's a, or she's a lion. Uh, and that's all that's important, is what you think of yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think. You know, I've told people countless and countless and countless times, it doesn't matter what the morons say doesn't matter what the morons think. It's what you think of yourself that's important. In fact, that's the only thing that's important. As long as you're doing it morally, ethically, legally, and you're not hurting anybody's feelings on purpose, but you're going to hurt some people's feelings. I would be disingenuous if I told you you weren't going to hurt some people's feelings. Because God knows I've hurt some feelings in my time. But as an adult, I never did it on purpose. When I was a kid, you know, in my teens, um, uh, I did some things that I'm not that proud of when I hurt people's feelings, things that I said uh, that had no consequence, that were for no reason, I wasn't benefiting. Um, but as an, a, a more or less mature adult, um, I know that that's not necessary. It's not required. It's also not in good taste. But most of you are that kitty cat. Most of you will look at me like that lion, you know, Leo the lion. And you're right, I am I'm a pretty fearless guy. But uh, the, uh, so if you can't be that lion, you can think like that lion, you can act like that lion, and you surround yourself. Remember, you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You surround yourself with people that are those Leo the Lions, that are those alpha males. Uh, they don't all have to be alpha males. You surround yourself with those people that do have self-confidence. And you can make QLA work. QLA is a team effort. It's important for me to point that out. I've done it many, many times, both indirectly and directly. It's a team effort. It's not just you against the world. It's you, your mentor, stroke, hopefully chairman, your dream team, including accountants, lawyers, and other professionals, depending on the industry, against the rest of the world. And you can make it happen if you want it bad enough. And you do not have to be an alpha male. That's it for tonight or today. Thanks. God bless. Peace.
This is AskThe50BillionDollarMan.com's official disclaimer. Comments, questions, and remarks made during any part of this podcast are intended to generate discussion and reflection, but are not legal, accounting, tax, investment, appraisal, medical, or other professional advice or instructions, or factual reporting, all of which are expressly disclaimed. Remember, investigate before you invest. We can't do that for you. You are solely responsible for your investigation, analysis, and decisions made with your independent professional advisors, familiar with your specific and verified facts, and current applicable laws and regulations. Reliance on this podcast, its contents, or its participants for any personal or business decision, including but not limited to legal, investment, or other financial decisions, is disclaimed. No comment, question, or remark, or other content shall be, or be construed, as an express or implied promise, undertaking contract or agreement, or a waiver of any part of this disclaimer, or applicable laws. The owners and distributors disclaim any obligation to supplement, correct, or modify the content of any podcast. No content shall be deemed to encourage evasion, or disobedience of any law, or the submission to jurisdiction in any country. Reliance upon any facts assumed to be true for the podcast is disclaimed. Persons or entities referred to are fictional, and no depiction or reference to any person or entity is intended. Any seeming resemblance to an actual person or entity is entirely coincidental. All content is copyrighted and may not be used without written permission from Dan S. Pena, Sr.